2: It's a mess. a mess. A mess. This is Trash Talkin' Tuesday. <laughs> I
1: would love
3: to know what the hell's going on in our trash. a wise guy was a little bit. Talkin' trash now. It's
0: time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence Recycling.
3: Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
2: An icon of business and manufacturing it is now going to be owned... By transnational Japanese company. Wow. Hmm. It is 8.07. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Thank you uh, for tuning in. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. I'm talking about U.S. Steel. I mean, that's icon, right? We know that logo. Well, we do because the Pittsburgh Steelers Mm -hmm. have that logo. Yep. The United States Steel Corporation, which played... An incredibly critical role in helping the Allies defeat Imperial Japan and Nazi Germany in World War II. It's now being sold to Japan's largest steelmaker. How ironic. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, is. uh, Hey, don't get me wrong, I'd uh, better than selling it to the Chinese uh, because yeah. there's clearly a tremendous yeah. difference there. But it's still, you're wondering, I mean... You have all these American brands, and by the way, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to keep the name and all that. Yeah, I bet mm. you would. Yeah, we're
3: going to keep their office
2: here. And it makes it even right. more difficult for consumers who are trying to buy American-made products. It makes it even difficult for them, or confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole Budweiser controversy. Right. It's owned by a big transnational company. Was it InBev? Yeah, it's in A European company. Yeah, yeah Belgium. So, mm-hmm. right. So do we really have, I mean... Big companies, I guess. We well, still have Boeing. What is American,
3: yeah, yeah. We still have Boeing. That's well, it, right? until the Jap- until the Chinese get all their stuff, you
2: know. So. Well, which they are working on, and, yeah. and Boeing is going to let it happen. They're just going to lay there. Mm-hmm. They're not even going to do a Sam Kinison.
3: Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. No, they're walking right in.
2: I'm sorry, that was part of the audio from the Senate
3: mm. room. Oh, yeah, it was day. the wrong piece of audio. I apologize. Yeah. Wrong, wrong audio there.
2: Early on Monday, executives with U.S. Steel and Nippon Steel Corporation is that where they get that um, calling the Japanese? Could be the derog- I yeah. think it's considered derogatory. Could be, yeah, it yeah. would be.
3: Yeah. And yes, it Nips, would be. yes, uh-huh. yeah,
2: yep, yeah, which has a different meaning now, especially with the weather being so cold. For her. But they announced this nearly fifteen billion dollar deal, which vows to uphold the U.S. steel workers' labor contract. And will be completed mid-2024, though shareholders for U.S. Steel must still give their stamp of approval. Hmm. It's interesting on a lot of different levels. Now, here's why. I remember when the announcement came out. We shared this with you yesterday. Yep. Okay. And that's when I think the public first became aware of the deal. Neither U.S. Steel nor Nippon, Nippon, I guess, is that how you Mm. say it? Nippon, reached out to our union, and they said specifically, we'll keep all the union agreements in place and all that, and I thought, oh yeah, Mm. yeah. I remember there were two big companies that merged a few years ago, and they said, don't you worry about your benefits, whichever company you work for, Uh because we're going to have the best of both companies. If one offers a little bit better program over here, Mm -hmm. and this one offers... It's, it'll be for the betterment of everyone. Sounds amazing.
3: Yeah, it did. It sounds amazing. It never came to fruition. So reality didn't
2: happen. Our no, reality bites. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So the union's like scratching your head going, now, now wait a second. As a courtesy, it would have been nice if they told us there was a deal going on. Yeah. But it goes beyond a courtesy. In fact, it's a violation of their partnership agreement. It requires U.S. Steel to notify the union of a change in control or business conditions, even. Based on that alone, uh, the USW, United Steel Workers, does not believe that Nippon understands the full breadth of the obligations of all of our agreements. Mm. And we do not know whether it has the capacity to live up to our existing contract. Wow. I wonder what that means. That could be a problem. The capacity. In other words, they, there's no way they could live up to it. I don't know what that's based on, honestly. You, boy, gotcha. They do go further. They say this includes not just the day-to-day commitments of our labor agreement, but also significant obligations to fund pension mm-hmm. and retiree insurance benefits that are the most extensive in the domestic steel industry. Wow. Now, a little history lesson. Are you ready? Mm. And you can relate to it perhaps on a local level in some ways. The sale of U.S. Steel, which was founded in 1901 by Andrew, I say Carnegie. Some people say Carnegie, Carnegie. right? Mm-hmm. Probably is Carnegie. If I say it the other way, yeah. J.P. Morgan and Charles Schwab. Wow. Now for the local thing, Cumberland Island, Georgia. You probably haven't been up there yet, have you, Greg? You need to go. Hmm. This is the island that you can only get to via boat. And and it's where uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. got married. Hmm, okay. It's also where there's a bunch of wild horses there. Right. So it's cool to go out on the beaches and, you know, this mostly yeah. unspoiled, etc. Well, they have uh, a home there that's now, really, it's, you know, basically been destroyed, but you'll still see a lot of remnants. That was uh, the Carnegie's... Uh, summer home. Really? And they had, I want to see say something along the lines of 200 servants. 200. Oh, my goodness. That's just to serve their wow. summer home. <laughs> yeah, so they had a huge mansion <laughs> were, there. So
3: you're saying they were getting by.
2: They were doing okay. Yeah, This well, this is back when you had the, uh, you know, mm-hmm. some called them robber barons. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. J.P. Morgan, Charles Schwab. Sure. Right. So... It is interesting that they were considered uh, part of our arsenal of democracy Mm -hmm. during World War II. Among several American companies that helped the Allies defeat the Axis powers, which included Imperial Japan, U.S. Steel made the U.S. uh, world's largest steel producer during the war, with Pennsylvania becoming the nation's steel capital. And uh, they said there's also national security implications that come with U.S. steel being owned by a foreign company, suggesting that the union will ask federal regulators to review Nippon's acquisition. Now, look, we have a very, very good relationship with Japan. Now? Yeah, now we do. But things change.
3: Relationships change.
2: Well, that's right. And don't you want to have an autonomous steel industry in case you do have to prepare
3: for something. See, I almost see, don't see how you can get an agreement like that, unless should it come to war, you just take it over and say, P- sorry, guys, we're doing our thing. And, you know, you lose. You can do that, but then so, you haven't maybe,
2: you know, supply chains and other things. It gets complicated. Sure. Oh, absolutely. So... I'm just, I'm always concerned when, you know, there's uh, foreign entities are taking over, Mm -hmm. you know, what was formerly American businesses.
3: Right. And and when it comes to the whole union part, I mean, you don't want to deal with a uh, a steel strike. I mean, we've seen that over the years, and Mm -hmm. that's not pretty either. So, I don't know. Well, you can be, you get that uh
2: what is it? One of the trucks made out of aluminum, isn't it? wasn't not its Ford still making that aluminum body F150?
3: That's a good question because that was a very controversial thing when it first came out.
2: Yeah, that what were they worried about? Body flex and other things yeah. that that uh would have been created. Now, what was the uh that was stainless steel that the old uh, Gullwing uh the DeLorean?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was stainless. Kind of I like could. like the Gateway Arch, stainless steel. Was that made stainless steel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh the new Tesla truck? Yeah. It's a strange looking thing. That's it is a- strange, but it's kind of growing on yeah. me a little bit. That's, that's stainless steel, too. You know.
2: Just drop a, a big 350 in there. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
2: Woo. Although that would slow it down. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think it was fast.
3: That. And it's quick, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's fast. Tow 10,000 pounds, though, and you get 12 and a half miles per charge.
3: Well, detail.
2: I'm sure it's a little better than that. It's, uh, what do we got here, 816 on the Bob Rose Show? My goodness, it's a Trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. It will continue. More about borders, San Diego and Texas. It's coming up on
1: 97.3, The Sky.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and is your reward. medella the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crownland Port, Chicago, Illinois. Afternoons at three. What's happening around our country? Sean Hannity. The chanting I'm not you. I'm not you. This world's gone mad. Anybody
2: with a conscience knows who the victim is. On
3: 97.3, the sky.
2: Borders. Ah, it's a little different than the normal border story. Hmm. Yeah. Cause I know. I look, I'm sick of it. Yes. Borders are being overrun. Biden administration not doing anything. Is that of course that headline's not gonna change, so I'm not gonna torture my listeners with it. It is eight twenty one. You're tuned to the Bob Rose show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. A commercial tractor trailer driver was caught transporting more than million worth of narcotics into the U.S. from the southern border. This according to Custom and Border Protection officials, which it's nice to know that some are actually doing their jobs on the border, that the Biden administration's letting them work instead of changing diapers. The 28-year-old driver was intercepted Wednesday morning. A uh, facility in San Diego where officials pulled hundreds of suspicious packages from vats of jalapeno paste. Oh, the old hide it in the old jalapeno paste vat trick, eh? Sweetly. We're on to that. The unnamed driver, whom officials say is a valid border crossing card holder. <laughs> was uh, screened by a canine unit that alerted officers and said, I smelled them jalapenos, but there might be something else in there too, boss. Mm, Mmm, spicy. And the dog got all amped up. They said, wonder what it is. Mm -hmm. Turns out it was meth and cocaine. Wow.
3: Dun, 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 dun. I knew it would turn into a song.
2: Only because I don't have a meth song.
3: Yeah, you know, it's interesting.
2: Nobody's written that one, have they? Mm-hmm. they
3: were, or at least it wasn't a hit anywhere.
2: Yeah. And it was okay. done like in triple time, you know? mm mm-hmm. no <laughs> yeah! No I'm scratching my skin. I've got scars. I'm dead. That's why it wasn't a hit. Could be. That explains a lot. Upon further examination, uh let's see, they were identified as uh three thousand one hundred and sixty one pounds of meth. Three thousand. Three thousand pounds of meth. The weight of a big car. Yeah. And 522 pounds of cocaine. Again, I have to comment. Is it really? Is it still fashionable? Are there people actually still doing that? Okay. Just, all right. Uh, in total, 332 packages of methamphetamine and cocaine. Uh, let's see. Uh, street value, yeah, over $10 million, $10.4 million. The tractor-trailer was seized. The driver was turned over to Homeland Security Investigations for further processing. Our 9 teams are an invaluable component of our counter-narcotics operations, providing reliable and unequaled mobile detection capability. By implementing local operations under Operation Apollo, the strategy to combat fentanyl and other synthetic drugs, as we continue to secure communities and stifle growth of transnational criminal organizations— one seizure after another. It was uh, in November. Uh, in the same field office in San Diego, they seized more than 14,000 pounds of narcotics while conducting security operations. So you wonder if they can catch this when their manpower short. wonder how
3: much is getting across. That way
2: just, just like
3: gotaways. That. Yep. We have no clue, do we, really?
2: And the cartels are making so much money that, you know, I guess if they lose even... Half of their shipments, they still make a ton of money. Still on the money. Yeah. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And Shep, good morning.
0: You know, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, you know, it's funny you mention that. When you hear about some big drug seizure of, you know, five tons of marijuana or five tons of cocaine, you know, I've always been led to believe, and I firmly believe, that that was a sacrifice run. That was a sacrifice shipment. They allowed the five tons to get through, I mean, to to get captured, while 50 tons got through. But more to the point, and I'm not trying to sound unsympathetic here, if there wasn't a supply, excuse me, if there wasn't a demand, there wouldn't be a supply. Now, having grown up in the Bronx and a low-rent trailer park here in uh, north-central Florida, I knew people, they wanted their pot, they wanted their Coke, they wanted their meth, they wanted it all. So I'm simply saying that, you know, the drug dealers, eh, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a leftist here, but they're just simply business people fulfilling a want, okay? Frankly, I blame the ones who are getting addicted to this stuff. They know all, the, all the material is out there. They know what's going to happen, yet... For some oddball reason, they allow themselves to become junkies. I mean, uh, one last thought. I remember seeing a public service ad years ago uh, about people, uh, little kids who said, I want to be a fireman, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a policeman. They said, no one wakes up, but no one says I want to be a drug addict when I grow up. Well, I tend to, I, I beg to differ. When I was in that ramshackle trailer park, there are those who said, hey, I'm going to get high every
2: night. See you later. Mm, yeah. Well, you want to get to the root of the issue. Here's one of the problems. Today's society, mental illness is very prevalent. Some would say maybe as much as one in three have some issues. Okay. They're not all clearly getting help. Some don't want help. Um, some can't get help. But there's a lot of people. And there's a lot of people who have issues that maybe they don't fully realize. Maybe they're still young. Or they've grown up saying, we're going to be 14 feet underwater. The Earth's going to die. We're all going to die because climate change. And other stressors of life. And you self-medicate whether you realize it or not. I mean, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying that. When you push good things, godly pursuits, for instance, you push that away, that's just one more vacuum that can be filled, at least people think, by things like drugs and alcohol. So, yeah, tear apart the family and uh, destroy religious belief, and then watch what happens. Yeah. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's also a Trash Talk on Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. And we continue with the show next on 97.3 The Sky
0: latest news. Newsroom. The Hamas terrorists. On the go. Iran. China. Russia. North Korea. We've got to stop the spending. Speaker of the House. You want to get Trump at any cost? Sky News.
1: Anywhere you are. I
0: downloaded the app. Now I can stay in the know. And
1: hear the sky crystal clear everywhere. I like that it's local. you. Education freedom. Download it now. A-U-D-A-C-Y.
0: Love the app. I listen on the go. You can get my news. Because they're a lot more convenient. This.
1: Inflation. His news
0: talk. Sell access to Joe Biden. 97.3.
1: Here we go, what do
3: you want to start
1: with? It's a mess. A mess. Trash Talkin' Tuesday. Dirty mud. to the mud. Brought to you by
3: Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This is Trash Talkin' Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
2: What a gorgeous day it's shaping up to be. A little cool, a little crisp, I'll give you that. But just gorgeous. It's dry. Enjoy, my friends. Yeah. Go. It's not wet. It's not cloudy. It's looking good. Going to yeah. be a little bit chillier uh, overnight and tomorrow. But um, just make the best of it. What makes that Christmas shopping feel a little you more go. Christmas? There you, you go. And relicant. you'll buy everybody sweaters, sweatshirts, jackets, coats. And then, <laughs> yeah. They'll wear them one time, and then... Uh, then it's going to be 80. Then it's springtime. Oh, yeah. well. It's all right. uh, hey, it's a thought that counts, yeah. right? It is uh, 8.36. Thanks for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. One of your top stories, beware of scams that are on the rise. Uh, one of the new big ones is gift card problems. Yeah, you're buying a what you think is a brand new gift card that's never been used. You buy it like right off the little placard there at the local store. Maybe a Target is one of the areas where it, that they've been hit. And it looks totally normal to you, uh, but somebody already scraped off the code, possibly, recorded that information. You have to have computers and stuff to do the things they're doing, but they download all that, and then they cover it all back up very carefully so the buyer doesn't know. You get the card. You go, yeah, put 200 bucks on that for uh, my little uh, niece, Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou gets it, goes to the store to buy a bunch of stuff, and they say, sorry, Uh, There's a zero balance on this card now. Oh, well, my aunt just gave it to me. Yep, yep, well, somebody already used it. How disappointing. And, yeah, and Better Business Bureau reports that that problems like these are up uh, over 50% from they were last year. And that doesn't count, really, this holiday season because very few people have even attempted to cash in cards yet.
3: You get it. You got it a week or two, and then you go try it, and it's gone. So after the
2: first of the year, you'll... Probably hear the story come up again. Unfortunately,
3: yeah, that's that's a bummer.
2: Hey, but the uh, uh, the Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he is giving Texans the gift of sovereignty Ooh. back. Wow, I like. Yeah, Biden that. took it away. Yeah, and he's giving it to him back. He signed a bill making Texas the first state in the union to give law enforcement officers the authority to arrest migrants who illegally enter the state. The measure, called SB-4, was signed into law Monday during a ceremony at the base of the border wall in Brownsville, Texas. This is part of a package of measures designed to decrease the flow of migrants entering the state from Mexico. The Texas legislature passed the bills during two special sessions during the fall. And his uh, tweet went out on X. I signed three new laws to better protect Texas and Americans from Biden's open border policies. Illegal entry into Texas is now a crime subject to removal or imprisonment. Texas will also fund new wall construction and increase human smuggling penalties. Hmm. So, yeah, offenders could be penalized with sentences up to 20 years in prison. Wow. And the law also provides civil immunity and indemnification for local and state government officials, employees, and contractors in case there's lawsuits resulting from enforcing the law. Which there will be. Yeah. So, But this is a great preemptive move by the governor. Yeah. It's going to be challenged legally. You know it. Now, here's the interesting thing. For anybody who says, oh, that's really kind of outrageous. That's a little bit over the top. Mm. Well, let me explain something. The current federal statute under Title Eight of the United States Code 1325 already makes illegal entry into the United States a misdemeanor offense for first-time offender okay. and a felony for a second-time offense. A felony.
3: It's already on the books. What are we doing about it?
2: Well, under the current administration, the federal statute is not pursued to any
3: significant degree. Because how many times have we had these people that we, we kick them out, they come back, we kick them out, they come back, and commit crimes every time they're here. It, it's, it's
2: not uncommon at all to hear that they've been here four, five, six yeah. times.
3: Yeah, it's just not yes.
2: right. Um, wow. So, you know, this is another... This is the old, <clears throat> what, like gun control stuff or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, if you don't actually use the laws that are on the books yeah you can't say they're useful they're useless uh, same thing when it comes to voting mm-hmm. oh hey if you vote and you're not supposed to you know that's a felony right uh yeah how many people have you ever heard uh like well we to- had some recent ones i think it was the villages where a couple of people that's true. So, that's true so we had but i mean all things considered out of the millions of people oh. that voted i mean yeah. maybe a dozen that that, I've, that have come across the news over the mm. last cycle. A- and that's kind of new, even yeah. that. But yeah, no, you'd have to go way out of your way to get caught. That's part of the problem, okay? That's why you want to make it as secure a process as you can initially going in. You know, crazy, over-the-top ideas like, oh, I don't know, present identification. What? Yeah. Hmm. Like you're getting on a plane or buying Sudafed. Yeah. Provide Mm -hmm. identification. Wow. I know. You're just a radical there, Bob. I just want people just to jump through hoops just because Mm. I want to see people jumping around, I guess. I know. I could watch it on TikTok if I wanted to. All right. What else we got going on? Oh, speaking of the whole border thing, the Uh overwhelming majority of American voters want employers... In the United States to be prosecuted for hiring illegal aliens. This according to a Fox News poll. Surveyed more than 1,000 registered voters and found that 64% of Americans want the federal government to penalize and fine employers that hire illegal aliens for US jobs, akin to enacting mandatory E-Verify nationwide. But 32% oppose such a policy. 32 percent, a third of voters that were asked, don't think that employers should bear the cost of hiring illegals. Hmm. Don't you think that's odd? It is odd. Oh, and by the way, just like I told you about the laws already on the books when it mm-hmm. comes to illegally crossing the border, all, right. all of this was, was uh, part of a law that Ronald Reagan Signed in in 1986. I apologize if I sound like a broken record, but I've seen this movie before. I watched it firsthand. This whole thing about illegal immigration and the borders, I saw it all. And in 1986, it was resolved by then President Ronald Reagan. Got, you know, uh, Democrats and Republicans got together on it. It led to a quick path of citizenship for over 3 million illegals at that time, which Americans were outraged by to some extent. However, we were told, don't worry. We're not going to have to deal with this again. Well, why is that? Well, because now there's huge penalties uh, for businesses that hire illegals Mm. and all these other provisions that we put into it. Well, as time went on, these became some under or unfunded types of mandates, not really pursued. And per- pretty soon they just kind of turned a blind eye to it. But all of that stuff is still on the books, as far as I know. I don't remember any of it being rescinded. Wouldn't it take an act of Congress to reverse it? You couldn't, you can't take a congressionally passed law and reverse it. Via executive action, can you? Well,
3: parts of it would have had to been maybe funded. Maybe that's part of the problem. That's how they did. That's so, that's what they did. They just unfunded. You don't if you don't pay for it, nothing happens. Yeah. So,
2: but I'm saying if all you had to do was just fund those things and mm. then follow the laws, it's already written. You mean like the border wall that was supposed to be built even before Trump? Yes, but it didn't get. Where Homeland Security said that, uh, yeah, yeah, in uh, 2017, that that it's the most effective way to repel illegal immigration. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, That was an internal memo. Never got released (laughs) publicly (laughs) until recently. They kept it that way, didn't they? They sure did.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Most Americans want businesses prosecuted. Yeah, I want to say that like a second offense or multiple offenses back then in the 86 law, it could be as much as a $20,000 fine. Hmm. Uh, enough where employers would go, uh, I'm not taking a chance.
3: Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Well, so, yeah. so yeah, though some people go, it's just like 1984 in the book. I say this is just like 1986 and the Reagan Law. 845, Bob Rose Show rolling. Greg Cassidy is here to Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling so much more headlines important stories and fun and frivolity on the way Ooh. dancing wow. good times really
3: you do the dancing okay meth cocaine <laughs> it's mind. all it, oh it's in the news oh. it's not part of
2: the party <laughs> come on man i was concerned 97.3 the sky hang on <laughs>
0: What's going on in the southern border is an impeachable offense. It's a high crime. Week nights at 6. the president of the United States refuses to comply
2: with federal law and, in fact, is purposely violating it.
1: 97.3 The Sky.
2: Beautiful, sunshiny day. Enjoy, my friends. So much to be thankful for. Hey, things that make you smile. That's less than an hour away. Wow. You gotta think positive, Greg. I'm trying. I
3: yeah. want to be more like you, Bob. I don't know. Never mind. No,
2: no, no We're I, both I... optimistic, but anxiety yeah, sometimes. Yeah, a, little, a little anxious. A little yeah. churning. Yeah. A little belly churning. Yeah. It's a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence. Recycling. Paul and the gang. What's up? Hey guys and gals. Yeah, ma'am. Puppies. Yeah, big puppies.
3: No oh, man, Toby.
2: It is so interesting when we have these things going on in the world stage that are of a very serious nature. You know, funding a war, Ukraine, Russia involved there. Uh, China now is schmoozing and being buddies and trying to do a uh, well, trying to make friends between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Oh man, uh, Saudi Arabia's you know they're 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 not feeling good about us. They hate Joe Biden. I mean, honestly, well, you blame them. So yeah, you've got that. You've got the whole uh, Israel Hamas thing uh, going on. And yet we still have to deal with these, what I would call like no brainers, like people with no brains Hmm. are the ones that kind of brought this up or allowed it to go on. Look, if you've got nutty people and they coalesce together and they apply some sort of pressure in some way and become a squeaky wheel, I understand that based on whether or not it's legitimate, lawmakers or others may accept it but in the case of saying hey here's a boy born a boy who now identifies as a girl would like to play in girl sports where where and when would that ever be like okay it it wouldn't be it never has been i mean if we're talking about really little kids playing soccer together when they're you know 3 and 4 years old that's different but we know that's not what's going on now There's literally scholarships being offered. I had the story the other day, volleyball, D1, volleyball. They only get, like, uh, University of Washington. They only get 12, I think it is, scholarships, and they decided to award one to trans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A lawsuit from three female track and field athletes against competing with transgender athletes has been revived. By the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, a federal court this month dismissed the case roughly three years after the track and field athletes filed a lawsuit in 2020 against Connecticut's policy of permitting transgender women, quote-unquote, to compete based on gender identity. On Monday, Judge Allison Nathan ruled that the plaintiffs had a plausible case. Uh, Plaintiffs uh, plausibly allege that directing defendants to alter public athletic records related to the Uh, the injury, they allege, could at least provide plaintiffs with the publicly recognized titles and placements they would have received if interveners had uh, not competed and finished ahead of plaintiffs in specific races. I mean, you've got to take people to court just to get, what, common sense and logic? Because other than that, I mean, think. I mean, look, again, take a step back and don't be fearful. Yeah, there's going to be people that are going to call you homophobic or haters or transgender haters, all that. You've heard it before. You know where your heart is. This is not about harming anyone else, hurting or hating. It's about protecting women. I thought that was adopted as a fairly universal kind of thing. Maybe it took a long time for it to get done, but finally it did. And now we're going to undo it? It makes no sense. Think about it. You're able to compete based on your gender identity, that what you identify as. I know plenty of people have joked about it. I identify as a millionaire. I'll take that Ferrari. Sure. And they make jokes about it. But, I mean, think about it. You're going to say what you are, mm-hmm. male or female, not based on facts, not based on biology, just on how you feel. I don't care how anybody dresses. You want to wear a dress if, if you're a male? I really I don't care. But if you want to be a male and compete with women, I've got a problem with that. Yeah. And I think anybody with a normal brain has a problem with it as well. But there's this whole new thing that sprouted up. I don't know if Mel Brooks had anything to do with it or not, but there's the normal brains, and there's Abby normal. And you think she's. Yes, Abby. boss, I found a brain. Whose brain is it? Abby! Yeah? A- Abby uh, normal.
3: Now he thinks he's Abby. Abnormal. Mm hmm.
2: Dr. Frankenstein at your service. <laughs> it's alive! The Bob Rose Show is alive. 9 o'clock stretch is coming up next on 97.3, The Sky. Ho, ho, ho!
3: News for the know-it-all. Merry Christmas, Clark. Sky traffic for the late ones. Slow down! are
1: going to pull around them and leave them safely behind us. Eat my rubber. Weather for the one who shows up drenched
0: it's christmas and we're all in misery
3: we're gift wrapping your morning with news every half hour and traffic and weather together every 15 minutes clark it's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year news talk 97.3
1: the sky t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours